0: I'm Senior Director of Theological Education Funds Development at the Presbyterian Church USA Foundation. This is um, a mission of the Committee on Theological Education. Bruce is a Presbyterian nerd enough to know what all of that means. <laughs> sadly, <laughs> right? sadly, that is true. I know. Yes. Apologies Um, to anybody
1: not Presbyterian who just walked into this space, Yes,
0: Right, exactly. We both are just talking about our very smart children who, like, speak other languages, you know, (laughs) and and this is what we do. We can speak Presbyterian. That's about it. Um, Bruce is here to talk with me about recovering from COVID-19. He had a breakthrough case um, over late in the summer, Um, but also just uh, to check in, he's got a new book out, In Defense of Kindness. Hopefully you've seen um, as well. We can talk a little bit about that. And today I saw her just flash by, Robin in the background. (laughs) You saw Robin flash by. (laughs) Thirty first anniversary. And uh, Robin, if you can hear me or see me, I have a little anniversary gift. I've told Bruce about this, but this is where they met. At the Let uh, the oh my gosh. Dance, accepting the vision, rising to the call. <laughs> wow! There at the Galt House, the, no less. At the Galt. Go- oh, I got. I've got the schedule. I mean, it's it's full on 1980. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> how many How, how many times it's, have many, you moved that? I, I don't know. Look! Look at this. You don't see these anymore. Oh my God! You know, it's like a fold out. Look at that. <laughs>
1: That is wild. We are now officially old, people, some of us are like, oh my God, you all are so old. I'm like, yes, yes we are. (laughs) Hang out with us for um,
0: a minute. I know it. Um, Bruce Reyes on social media at Bruce, B Reyes Chow. Hopefully if you're not already following, you will. Bruce is a speaker, an author, a coffee lover, a selfie taker, a soccer dad, um a pastor at first presbyterian palo alto a former moderator of the presbyterian church i mean it's got you've got a long uh a youtuber uh speaker preacher um and friend to so many um and 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 clearly a kind one and i'm i'm honored honored for you to be here and to call you friend bruce well good or got, good to be here i mean i think that, that boo-boo that's right you've read the boo-boo. book look at that <laughs> Boo boo, as your grandmother called you. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it is. It's good to be here. You know, I'm coming from. I'm actually in, in California, but I'm at Pacific Grove, 31st anniversary week, um, and just kind of. We're calling it kind of an Anna work, like anniversary work, vacation getaway, kind of like, you know. COVID. What is that? Getting away these days, so. Uh, It's good to be with you. Yeah, we've known each other a long time. And for those of you that are going to watch or join us, um, it's
0: good to be friends with you all. Thanks, Bruce. Um, What came to mind almost immediately, and um, we can talk about it more later, though, one of the ways you showed somebody friendship is my, I call him my pastor, I think. I met him through the Montreat Youth Conference as a planning team, Gerard Lowry, who recently lost his wife to COVID and you went out to preside um, at that service. Thank you for doing that um, and being well, it's, showing it, up. It's, That's the it, kind of it, friend it, you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, you know, that was just devastating. Uh, Molly, uh, Gerard's wife and I went into the hospital at the same time and right. uh, I got to come home and she didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, the best, part about that if you have the service itself it's uh it's shared now online and is I actually ran tech. So I you know oh. I'm I was uh Gerard was surrounded by so many amazing people and he preached the sermon which wow I'm not sure I could have ever done but he spoke to us yeah it was I will I will the 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 phrase that he used that will stay with me forever and I quoted and a bunch of us probably quoted the next day in church was Uh, if Molly's going to be okay, we're all going to be okay. And I just, I mean, he spoke a word to us. Um, Mm. my, my love and respect for that man just increased, um, as if it could, uh, in that, in that moment. So yeah, it's heart wrenching and heartbreaking for the family, but, um, uh, that's what we do, right. That's what we do with friends, whether we can be in person or, um, Mm
0: -hmm. through the interwebs or however we, we show up for each other. Right. 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 It's gotta be one of the ways you're recovering, but, but again, I'm jumping it too soon. I'd love to hear what it is that is giving you life. What is making you come alive? What is the work your soul must have from Thurman and Katie Cannon um, these days?
1: Yeah. You know, I think that's a really hard question these days because <laughs> um like I, like, I count competent days as a win. You know, I, I, I feel mm-hmm. like, um, you know, I, I, like many people, have really found it, it difficult to find inspiration in many places. But I, I do know that when I'm... Um, what gives me life right now is writing. I'm working on a new, new mm. book and beginning to kind of craft that and the the structures coming together. And you had, you know you sit down and words begin to flow. Sometimes they don't, but when they do, I think that's, um, I I miss that discipline in the, in the middle of trying to lead a congregation through just the, the rhythms of, of all of the pandemic. Um, the normalcy of just writing, uh, is it's what's really giving me life today. In fact, after I'm done with you, I'm going to go hang out and by the ocean and and do some writing because that it feeds,
0: it feeds my soul these days. Beautiful. Well, Thanks for the writing uh, that you do, and um, friends on uh, Bruce's website, Reyes-Chow.com, um, R-E-Y-E-S-C-H-O-W.com, you'll see a list of um, some of his books. I mean, there's also, I mean, uh, I love I love following your social media stuff, but um, <laughs> your book before this kindness book has to get you? win some Do you? Because everybody, it's Idol. a lot. I... <laughs>
1: I'm a lot. I'm a lot for on the on the. Interwe- yesterday, yes. So if you all haven't followed, you don't follow me on Instagram. Please do. But yesterday, I, I discovered uh, my love of reels, and so I started making yes. reels yesterday after a visit to the oh, aquarium. Oh
0: no! Oh no! And some people,
1: some people are take this stuff so seriously. I, I very sweet. So there's this one meme that goes around. It's like, how am I doing spiritually? Not good. How am I? Okay. And everybody thought I was talking about myself, and so I had to go back and remind, them, like, no, 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 this is a thing that people do. It's supposed to be funny. I love how much people cared, but yeah. So I did. I made like five of them yesterday.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it's all, apologies I'll for those of you
1: check. that were concerned about me.
0: <laughs> I'll have to check those. I, I saw yeah. a couple. He'll I think of the pictures, you know, with. Um, I think you have evolved from rule number two, don't be an asshat, an official handbook for raising parents and children, <laughs> to in defense of kindness. There's an evolution. And I saw that and I have a little yep. friend here with us. I don't know if you know. Uh, some of others have seen my other friend here is I have Mr. Rogers here with us. Oh yes. <laughs> he um he usually Great. has something awesome. let's see I'm gonna see if he has something to say to you today. Thanks. Did you hear that? Thank you. Two of the best words we could ever <laughs> <Yeah>. learn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's awesome. This The inspiration, awesome. some of the inspiration for your book and open and close. Um, and so I'm glad you're doing that writing and reflecting. I think it's, it is, it, it is a gift and it's life giving to others clearly. And you did that, you know, you just, you were saying this earlier, you're able to do it through, um, through this breakthrough case fully vaccinated right Um, um, and um, Mm -hmm. contracting this virus and you're able to share through your writing kind of catalog um, uh, what you're going through I mean I don't know 20 or 30 updates uh, along the way and yeah I think I hit 20 I think I hit 20 yeah Uh uh-huh yeah have you gone back and looked at that
1: uh, one of the things that I I How have, I back back have, we, yeah, uh, I yeah. saved it on a hot. Hi- yeah. I saved it as a highlight on, on Instagram. So folks can see that, but you know, I think what I tried to do during all that was to, um, simply normalize it because so many people have had it, you know, and not everybody dies from it. Thank thankfully. Um, but I wanted to normalize it because I think what I discovered many pastors and others have had COVID And either didn't have the platform, didn't have the resources, didn't have the flexibility to heal, to share the story, all of that. And there are a lot of people who are healing in silence or healing. And, you know, I think that um, Mm. with good intention, everybody just wants us to get better. And, you know, that's my family and my parents and friends and community. Uh, But we know that COVID, you just don't get better, that there are long haul things, more so for, for some than others. And so trying to normalize this longer path that um, recovery takes, that I think there are a lot of people that are just doing it um, uh, in isolation and, and makes it even harder to, uh, to do. So I, I really wanted to just share the story. One, to encourage people to get vaccinated because I, I firmly believe right. that if I was not vaccinated, I may not be here. I mean, I think it saved me from getting worse and my wife who got it had a very traditional mild case. And, uh, you know, I think that part of it was to see, like, I I was at the very low end of hospitalization, and it could get so much worse. And Mm -hmm. um, really wanted to kind of uh, reinforce that for as many people who are willing to listen.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. It's, It's so helpful. And it's I mean, because you're I mean at least for me and I don't know for so many a trusted voice like we knew this there was no filter <laughs> and it was uh this mm-hmm. was not statistics and numbers I mean I don't know about you but I've been I follow the statistics and the numbers and and the news but when it's uh, when it's personal um it's a, it's a little different uh well, it was a lot different and I so I really do I am grateful for that uh, and you're right everybody's everybody responds differently vaccinated and unvaccinated but uh, so glad you're encouraging mm-hmm. folks and I'll just say it please get vaccinated everybody and and stay safe especially with this crazy omicron now I was thinking uh, you know we, we didn't we didn't know about that when we set this data <sighs> I know how, does that how, how, that's about how it makes me no, feel too. you know it's been interesting.
1: Yeah, I you know we, our church just had our first in just added an in person option for the first time on Sunday, mm-hmm. and you could tell the the layer of Omicron that is is now sitting here, even though it hasn't been officially discovered in our area. We know that it's around. I mean, we just we know that it's in place, right? Um, but it 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 just I think is another kind of jolt of exhaustion and languishing in this, is this ever going to end feeling that I hope doesn't create a sense where we're cavalier about this or that we give up, but that it actually Mm -hmm. reinvigorates our diligence. Uh, And I'm not sure which way we're going to head, but I do think it is just exhausting um, to hear about another one. So uh, that's that's kind of where I am with it
0: at this point. Right, right. And it's uh, it makes it more difficult, right, to live, to pastor, to parent, to um, do, go to the coffee shop, even, right? Uh, and and um, I know have those kind yep. of relationships. I mean, just facial expressions. I mean, I feel like that's one of the things that you really lose is uh, being able to. I mean, what is it? of communication is body language. And I feel like like 70% of the body language is in our face or something. Um, It's hard to be a pastor and a friend. I mean, it's good. I can see your face now and you're nodding along with me, but that's, that's not, you know, when we're out live, it's, it's hard to do that unless you're out outdoors, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think for us, um, in Santa Clara County, where I am, our numbers are so good, and our county has been very conservative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even our church has been even more conservative than that, and and uh, been really trying to encourage people to to find multiple ways of interacting. And so we do a little bit in person, we do quite a bit on Zoom, and getting people more comfortable with um, mm-hmm. just you, you know different ways of interacting, and not not seeing as one better than the other. And I think we're trying to. Right. Kind of create a sense of how do we stay community and be responsible, which means some inconvenience, but also some discovery. I mean, I think that's the other part is there's been some real revelatory things happening because of pandemic, not silver linings by any means, but we've we've revealed things about ourselves, both good and bad, and both things that were a little static and calcified, as well as places that were mm-hmm. fairly um, uh, adaptable at. So. I think it's been an interesting time it's but i will say you know for the for those of us that are called to help lead these communities it's exhausting it's just been Mm -hmm. um really tired and i i I think that um especially small church pastors folks who haven't had a technological muscle that they've had to work (laughs) you know prior to the pandemic and just want to acknowledge that i think folks are tired. And, uh, if there are, you know, if somebody, if anybody listens to this who are on sessions, I think every pastor should be given more time off and more time to just rejuvenate a little bit without strings, without like, yeah, just to just give some time to refresh a little bit. Cause it, it, it takes a toll on folks for sure.
0: Yeah. What you're making me think is, you know i know we we set this up in terms of recovering from covid because you contracted the virus but even if you haven't you know gotten the virus in your body we've all gotten covid <laughs> in one way or another it's had an impact yep. on our lives and it's changed them and yeah there are some good things um but yeah i hear that a lot uh, um is but it's just tiring and the fatigue and so i'm I'm really, I think it's, it's a good model that you and Robin are stepping away, you know, and you you do what do what you can do to, to take care of yourselves. That sounds like one of the ways to recover. And I suspect part of what you write about is, I mean, I think you do this so well, write about your own story and, um, think about mm-hmm. that and, and nurture the relationships with those closest to you. Is that, I mean, is that part of your recovery or what would you say?
1: Yeah. You know, my word for my, myself um, it has, lately has been enough, and not in I've had enough, but what is enough? And does mm-hmm. it physically for me? What is it productivity and the church? And I think that um, the you know the 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 I, I call them the toxic uh, productivity gremlins, right? They so, come into your world, and you only oh, yeah. are. Right. You're only as, as good as what you accomplish and all those kinds of things. Now, for those of you that are Enneagram people, I'm a three. So we are really susceptible to that. Um, but I also think that the church in America, the American culture, you're a two, there you go. I'm a two, the same thing. Like I want to, I think the church in American culture. (laughs) Yep. 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 And I, I think that that's a cultural phenomenon in the United States. And we need to break that because Mm. it is not sustainable. And so it doesn't matter where you are in the Enneagram, I think that this idea that we always have to be producing something is, uh, you know, as, as folks know, like it's a feature of, of power and of, you know, if you want to begin to really dive deep, of white supremacy and looking at how we control things around us and others. And we are seeing this manifested in, you know, the great resignation and pastors mm. exploring call again. I mean, all these things. I think are, are forcing us to ask questions. And for me, it's been, what's enough? Like how, how much in shape do I need to be right away? How much do I need to be working? How much do I need to be trying to manage my way through pandemic for the church? How much, right. what's success mean? I mean, all these great questions have become more real, uh, I think over the last 18 months for everybody.
0: And defined differently. I mean, you're making me think the the whole Protestant work ethic, which, you know, Presbyterians were were famous for. You know, still embracing that. But it's larger than that. It's part of uh, a lot of white culture. I'll, I'll just say. Um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 not healthy uh, overall. Um. So it's it's a. I think it's important that that um, you're finding those ways to to take care of take care of yourself. Uh. Uh. Uh, it's, it's, it's sort of like you're, you didn't know this when you were writing this book, but you're, you're, you're learning to sort of live this kindness in some new ways. And, and we're all having to learn to do that. And it's not about being, I love the way you talk about it. It's not about not being hurtful and mean. That's a low bar, you know, for kindness. We, we've got right. to figure out how, we got to be kind to ourselves. We got to be kind to others. Um, and with COVID, it makes it It already was hard enough, you know, with the polarization. I think politically and uh, what have you. But it's not got it's not gotten easier. Um, And it's not easier to, you know, I remember now we can like take food maybe to somebody and feel safe about that. But there was a long time where you didn't feel like that was safe. You know, so it's it's we're having to figure out new ways um, to to show that kindness and take care of ourselves and take care of others. That's for sure. You couldn't travel there for a while. It felt like. Um, so, um, I, I appreciate that you model that with your, your social media, I think as a witness, um, and along those lines, uh, it, it, that's your intention, I, I would, I would suspect. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I, try, I mean, I, um, I'm a brander's nightmare, uh, you know, because <laughs> I intentionally, I try to, I, I challenge people to one dimensionalize me. Uh, because I won't, I just don't allow that to be. I'm not just this or just this. I mean, you can you can come at me theologically or politically because I, I tend to be more in the on the left of things. But you you can't say I'm only one thing because I share multiple aspects of my life and interest. Um, and I think that that's important for us to do as a as a reminder. Because um, in the book, I talk about kindness is acknowledging the complexity of other humans and then acting as if that matters. So I'm not, I, I'm going to make you ignore the complexity of my being. Um, and as, as I hope others will share back. I mean, I just feel like we can't, we're not one dimensional humans. Uh, and it, 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 in some ways disregards, you know, the book is not religious in its kind of take, but it right. for, for this context, right. It disregards the, the, the beauty of creation and and of the created. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I try to. And it comes pretty natural to me. I mean, I'm I don't um, I don't have a real plan about how I'm going to do things, and that shows up sometimes, right? I'm just like doing whatever. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I think that's what why I've connected with people is I'm I'm pretty much the person you get online, and if you meet me in person, there's a lot of consistency there. So, um, right, I, and I think if anything. That's just integrity lived that I hope we all can have, and you know we don't always get it perfect, but um, I try to do my best, and I have a you know a unique platform to be able to do that. So, um, and I just love it. I mean, I'm I am a, that X generation, but I I, I tend towards that um, um, that loving the tech X kind of Gen X person, <laughs> and just kind of just just love all this stuff. So,
0: um, yeah, for good or bad, I, I don't understand. know if people. You know uh good oh i think it's i think it's for good and i think it's i think you're a bridge person in that way show us show us um you mentioned that you don't think the book is is and and it's not explicitly theological i mean although there are some references to 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 fred rogers (laughs) you know uh, presbyterian minister and but um somebody kind of this way in his own generation he was doing something he was he was doing a bridge, uh, you know, and, and bi- building something different, you know, with his children's show, Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Um, uh, you 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 say it's not explicitly, but implicitly, there's a lot of I think deep theological thought mm-hmm. in here, and it's made, you know, simple. There's there's a oh, list sure. about, you know, kindness is. They say kindness is superficial. I say kindness is, has depth and uh they say kindness is passive i say kindness is active um oh there's one that i I really love um kindness is futile kindness is transformational oh i can't remember where it is Um, kindness uh let's see where is the one kindness is abstract kindness is they say kindness is abstract i say kindness is personal oh here it is they say kindness is dumb i said i know you are but what am i <laughs> i love that <laughs> i got to slip some i got to slip the childishness
1: childishness in every, somewhere keep you on your toes yes. whether you're reading it or not
0: well, and folks are on the show. You can see the kind of playfulness that Bruce has, and the joy for life that you bring, and um, that is what leading theologically well, I think, really does look like. Um, and I think your authenticity um, is is a clear witness. Um, and yeah, there. This is not a straight line um, that you're that you're riding, and, and and a train that you're on. I feel like you're in a hovercraft, Bruce. I I think you need one of those hovercrafts. You have, you know, one of those boards or something. You're
1: on the move. I do not. I I am also old. I'm also old and I will not get on those things. Cuz I would like to not have my hips replaced until I really need them to be.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: But I it's did I will say I I do have I do have a motorcycle on order because some some of you know I've used I used to ride a lot and I I'm I'm getting back on a bike uh, in the oh, in February.
0: That's that's <laughs> awesome. I
1: if, my mom my mom is probably freaking out, but it's an it's an electric. It's one of the new low end electric oh, motorcycles. Cool, I'm very excited.
0: Cool. There you go. I'm scared. I'm scared what the reels are going to look like then. <laughs> you know on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready now. Exactly. Get ready now for all of this. Well, our time, unfortunately, exactly. has already gone past uh, super fast. Uh, and um, friends, still re- buy the book, which is available where you buy books. that's from Chalice Press. Uh, I love the David Lamont endorsement, among others, um, Liz Theo Harris. Um, so take a look at that, and you can find a link there on BruceReyesChile.com. Um, uh, in two weeks um, I'd love for you to give a benediction in a moment but in two weeks it'll be our last show um, this year I'm having the Dean and Vice President of Academic Affairs of Princeton Seminary uh, Jackie Lapsley she'll be talking about the interpreting animal she does some creation um, ethics, biblical ethics Um, so uh, we'll be talking about the interpreting animal I'll, I'll just leave that out for the curiosity there uh, for everyone. hope you'll join us for that conversation. And, um, in this, uh, I know coming in January, we also have, um, Anna Carter Florence and her book, rehearsing scripture. Um, so we're going to have some fun stuff coming up too. Thanks again for being here, Bruce, for who you are and who you are becoming. And would you bless us as we go? Sure, would love to. This
1: is the charge of benediction that we use at the congregation. I serve First Presbyterian Church of Palo Alto. And it is, is the one that, if you've ever been in an event with me, is the one I use everywhere. I've changed some, a little bit of the language. So is this, to go forth into the world with compassion and justice in your heart, hear voices of the long silenced, see strength in that which has been deemed weak, see one another, hear one another, care for one another, and love one another. It's all that easy and it's all that hard. And may the grace of God, the love of Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. And all God's people say,
0: Amen. 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 Also with you, Bruce and Robin, happy anniversary to you. Uh, go enjoy some writing, and uh, we'll look forward to, to seeing you hopefully again soon.